Welcome to the Real Estate Raw Show, hosted by Joe Mendoza. Hello, Joe Mendoza, real estate broker, entrepreneur, investor here in sunny San Diego. I am super excited because I have an outstanding guest from Texas. He's accumulated, accumulated over a thousand homes, not as a real estate agent, but as an investor. He has his own podcast. He's wrote several books. Guys, I'm super excited. Take a lot of notes. Mr. Mitch Steven. Hey, how you doing, everybody? Hey, Joe, glad to be here. Now, I just want to correct you. I haven't accumulated a thousand homes. I have bought and owner financed and and sold those notes or sold those things about 1500 homes in my hometown since 1996 but i still retain about a third of that so so that's a great number even at a third mix holy smoke <laughs> right that's a good good well number. yeah so you know so, so some stuff can happen over 22 years if you just keep your nose to the grindstone and don't quit that's right. That's right. Persistence breaks down resistance. And I'm all about, hey, being the tortoise in the race versus the hare, right? Right. There you go. There you go. So, Mitch, just curious. Tell me a little bit about this path to financial freedom, because it wasn't like one day you just woke up. Hey, I'm going to be an investor, right? No, it's all an accident. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's not. it was accidents that happened while I was applying myself 110% and then I would stumble onto things or have revelations or find businesses that needed to be opened because there was a lack of, of, of that service or whatever. So I have about seven or eight businesses now. Um, they all center around real estate. It, they all came out of necessity or, or I had to fill a void because no one was providing the service and I needed to. So that's, how it kind of worked and then like the storage business you know i buy houses i flip houses for one-time cash i i make create notes for temporary cash and then i take the wealth that's built from those um two two buckets and i buy boat mini storages and self storages for my forever cash the final plan retirement plan so um the storages i never meant to be in the storage business i just bought about 13 units in front of a park one day because the, the numbers were really great. And it, I, I learned that I liked renting storages better than I liked renting houses because there was no people, there was no carpet, there was no hot water heaters, no windows, no, a lot of things, you know? And there was a lot less resistance if I had to push them out for non-payment. So um, I developed that as my forever cash strategy. I'm quoting Jack Bosch there, you know, forever cash. That's my forever cash strategy, but everything just kind of happened out of necessity. The loan business happened. I have a hard money loan business. I have about $7 million out on the streets in San Antonio to my competitors who found deals before I did because I got so good at raising private money, I couldn't buy enough houses. And if I didn't keep their money out, my private lenders would go, go put it someplace else. And half the time they would lose it. And I wasn't there for me to go back and get. So, so all this stuff came out of just necessities and I just kept kind of building blocks. And so I'm getting kind of uh, vertical. I find my own houses, I fund my own houses, I sell my own houses and carry the paper for my buyers. And so 
what's really cool about being vertical is I don't need a bank to buy houses and I don't need a bank to sell houses. So during the recession, I boom, because I'm the only one open because in the recession, the banks close and I don't need a bank on either end. Wow, that's fantastic. Thanks for sharing that, Mitch. So it sounds like you've got two very, very strong strengths, but which one do you consider your strongest? Is it finding deals or raising capital? Raising capital is definitely my strongest strength. I, I, I sub out, I have acquisition managers and a partner that find the deals. Last year we found 88 deals, which is down, a little bit down from what we're used to. We're used to buying about 100 houses a year. Um, great deals, not marginal deals. Um, last year it was so competitive. There was a guru on every corner, every weekend. Everybody watching A&E or TV was a house flipper for at least two years till they went broke. And, and, and uh, so I didn't, I didn't increase my, I stayed with my numbers that, that were winning. I didn't increase or, or decrease my margins. I stayed where I was at. I just took less deals. Out of the 88 deals, I owner finance 62, I retailed 24, and I wholesale two. Wow, that's fantastic, Mitch. Now, some of my listeners are real estate agents, real estate brokers. As a matter of fact, I called a commercial agent one time, and I asked the agent, hey, does a seller, is he open to seller financing? And he was like, are you nuts? What is that? I'm not interested. And he hung up the phone on me. He didn't even understand that. So tell us a little bit about owner financing. Well, the scenario you just described is not unusual, but owner financing is just where the owner of the house chooses to finance the buyer. So in my case, uh, let's run through a typical scenario. Everybody got their pencil and paper out. This is how it works. I find a house I can buy all in for 50. I borrow 52. Why do I borrow 2000 extra? Well, it cost me about 2000 to find that house. And if I leave $2,000 in 100 houses next year, I'll have left $200,000 laying around. Joe, you got $200,000 to leave laying around? <laughs> no. Uh, so, and if you, do that five, if you do that five years in a row, you got, you got a million dollars laying around in, in, in all these houses. So I borrow 2000 extra. I borrow my money from private lenders. I borrow that money at 8% interest only, five years, non-recourse collateral only. Did you get that? Yes, I'm writing all this down. That's awesome. Interest only, five years, non-recourse, collateral only, um, payable monthly. So the 8% interest divided by 12, that's my monthly payment. So let's say in this scenario, I owe three fifty dollars a month. I bought it for $50,000 and borrowed fifty two dollars because... I knew based on the rent that I could back into the rental payment and I could sell that house for a hundred. Wow. A hundred thousand with 10,000 down as is, as is. Very nice. Very, very nice. Um, you know, when you owner finance the house, you can owner finance the hole in the roof and the broken faucet outside. You can owner finance it all to the person if they agree to accept it. And so, uh, I owe finance for 100000 with 10000 down. They owe me 90000 at 10% for 30 years, no balloons. Holy smoke. So, so I'm collecting eight fifty. Well, first of all, I collected 2000 when I borrowed to, re, to replenish my advertising budget. I collected 10000 in the down payment that I put in my pocket. And now I'm collecting eight fifty 
every month in principal interest, and I'm paying out 350, so I'm netting 500, of which I am not a landlord. I am not responsible for the toilet or anything. So when the check comes to me, the 850, and that check clears, that's my money. I never have to give it to an air conditioner man or a roofer or an electrician or a plumber. It's my money. I'm the bank. If you, you own a house, you have you have you own a house, Joe? You know? Absolutely. Yeah, do you have a mortgage on it? Of course. Yeah, well, when your when your toilet stops up, you call your bank and ask them, "Hey, I got a problem. You need to get over here and fix it." <laughs> they'll hang up the phone. Try it one time. Yeah, they'll tell you to go jump up. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> right. Right. Now, Mitch, I believe in mentors and coaches. Now, you're teaching a lot of students. What would be your perfect student? I don't teach a lot of students. That's really the difference between me and a lot of scenarios out there. A lot of the middle houses are trying to sub out uh, that one-on-one -on -one experience to a student that's done 20 deals last year. When I don't take on a lot of students. Uh, last year, I took on 24 one-on-one -on -one students. And when they, when they call the phone number, I'm the guy who answers the phone. They got 1,500 deals in 22 years getting my ass kicked experience in their corner. And, and all my resources and anything I can do for them. So, so I'm very different in that manner. And I get, I get, um, I get chastised for it a lot by the guru community because they, they keep saying there's no way you can scale that. And I say, I don't want to scale that. If I scale that, I'm going to have people posting crap about me on the internet and, and saying bad things about me. And, 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 uh, and I just don't, I don't think I could handle that. Um, I've always been a person who would do what they say, but when you start delegating or making all these promises to help people, and then you 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 delegate it to someone who doesn't have the experience and the enthusiasm that you spoke to them with, then you get in trouble. So, you know, I choose to keep it small. But the perfect student, in the answer to your question, a they have to have had enough of the shit in their life. They have to have had enough. Their meter has to be pegged over in the red, like deep in the red. Like, I'm not taking this crap anymore. I'm not asking when I can go on vacation. I'm not selling for how much they want to pay me. I'm not asking if I can go watch my kid's soccer game. This is all bullshit. I've had enough. That's the first thing I'm looking for. Second thing, they have to have some experience. I'm not for the newbie guy. I'm not going to teach you how to write a contract. I'm not going to... I don't want to teach you how to spell the word amortization. You know, I need some people that have 20, 30, 40 houses under their deal that it's just not flowing. Or like the last three people I had, they had a hundred houses. They were landlords and they were had enough of that crap too. So, uh, 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 you know, uh, those guys are the easiest ones. They're not stressed for my fee. You know, I, I reserve the right to change my price up or down any day of the week, but I'm 15,000 bucks for the year in a $500 renewal probably the cheapest mentoring on the friggin' planet for the level of expertise that I have and the personal commitment. And so I don't want them to be stressed over that. I don't want them to have to make a deal to make their next house payment because I'll take that stress personally and I don't want to be under that stress. And I need to think that you have the attitude and that you're going to make it that I could actually plug into you and better your life. If I don't feel that way after talking to you for 45 minutes, We'll make a plan for you to go do something else or get on one of the lesser levels, like the weekly coaching call, till you can prove to yourself and to me that you're, you're really right for this business and this business is right for you. 
because it's a really long day when you take someone's money and then they're failing every day. So I learned to just say no to a lot of people and a yes to a handful of people. Last year I took 24 people and, and, and most of them won. The ones that didn't win drifted off somewhere and I don't know why, but it wasn't my fault. Give me some of your biggest success stories. And I love that, by the way, Mitch, that you believe more in quality than quantity. That is awesome. I believe the same thing. So tell me about some of your biggest success stories. Oh, the one guy I did take um, that, that, that I didn't think was ready at all. Um, and I don't, please don't call me and ask me to do this a lot because I, I can't really do it a lot. But um, early in my in my teaching career, I took a guy who had lost his job and he had six month severance pay and his back was against the wall. And I took him and said, you could pay me upon your success. Let me see if I can pull a rabbit out of your hat. You know, let me see if you're right. Let me see if I can do it. Well, it turned out that it happened. He, he's very successful and he's only been doing it for three years now, but he was uh, relatively successful and, and exceeded his, his income from his job his first year, although it was very close and very stressful. Um, and that's what I want to avoid mostly. But in the second year, he exceeded his wildest expectations. And this is going on into his, well into his third year. And he's going to make like three or $400,000 this year. He's in com complete command of his future. Um, and that one person, and this is part of the reason why I do what I do, is because it's not about all about the money anymore, because I got enough of that. I, I need an emotional reward. I need to feel like I'm doing something that's helping people as if helping people own houses isn't enough, I'm helping people quit their jobs now on the other end. And, you know, that guy got in his truck and he drove four hours, knocked on my door, and I never met him personally. And he handed me my fee after two, after a year and a half and said, and, and plus he gave me a bonus, much to his credit and much to how I teach. When things are great and people that have helped you, you, you pay a little better than you, you might normally be expected to because, you know, and that's one of the things I teach, and that's one of the things he did. He drove all the way to my house, handed me a bag of money, and shook my hand, gave me a hug. I think we both cheered up a little bit. Then he got in his truck, and he left and went home. Wow. And I wanted him to stay, but he couldn't. But, but you know, that's part of the reward of my business. And when you get those phone calls saying, you know, today's a great day, Mitch. I said, why? He says, I just fired my boss today. I got all, I got everything, I got everything in that office. I'm carrying a, I'm carrying a paper box, a, a cardboard box in my car right now. Wow, that's great. outstanding. What a great, great story, Mitch. So, um, how big's your team right I, now? I also, I also look for people with low overhead, and um, uh, I like family teams. I particularly like it when the spouse and, 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 and the spouses are, are on board together, although, I take a lot of students where the others, where the spouse is really opposed, and then we got to have a different plan. And by the way, every single person's different. There is not one way to treat any person. Everything's from the grassroots, from the very day we meet. It's 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 tailor made because there's there's no person identical. Right, right. So we're almost out of time here, Mitch, and I definitely would love to bring you back on the show. I'm super excited that. Holy smoke, from your books, your podcast yourself, you've got incredible information here. 
And man, enough to get me more interested and more excited about learning more from you. Any last things you want to say to our audience? Uh, get as much free as you can from the internet. I mean, when you start to find the subject that you or strategy that you like, drill down on it, uh, leaving everything else to the side. Drill down, drill down, drill down. When you've gotten everything you can for free, uh, then find out who the leaders are in that coaching industry and then study them hard. People are not what they appear sometimes, and I hear it all the time. Make sure you're going to get what you think you're going to get. And then when you find the right person with the right strategy that's, that's actually doing what you want to do and actually has a life that looks like a life that you would like to live, and they're actually the kind of person that you think you would want to be, then hire that guy and, and get your money's worth out of them. Perfect, perfect. Well, Mitch, thanks so much for being on our show again. I'd love to have you back. Maybe explore some other questions, ideas, ask our guests for feedback. But thanks again, Mitch. Really appreciate your time. No problem. Don't hang up on me. I want to talk to you after this. Absolutely. Guys, thanks so much again for watching my show, The Real Estate Raw Show. Joe Mendoza, real estate broker, investor, entrepreneur here in sunny San Diego. This show brought to you courtesy by Mr. Akshay Patel over at 858. 207-8436 at Easy Fundings Home Loans, NMLS ID 1492486. Thanks again. Love to see you again or hear you again on my show. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Our company is not responsible for the success or failure of your business decisions relating to any information presented by our company or our company programs, products, and or services. 